You thought you had the Prince of Darkness defanged, eh, Simon Belmont? Well, think again, because according to a damsel in distress, evil Count Dracula has left a horrifying curse in his wake. The only hope you have of ending his terror is to destroy his missing body parts. Talk about your frightening quest, searching a maze of mansions, graveyards, and dark, eerie forests, each guarded by a man-eating werewolf, fire-throwing zombies, and other devilish demons. Your grim chances are kept alive in Transylvania, where cowardly villagers offer clues on the whereabouts of Dracula's remains, and where you'll purchase magic weapons, including silver knives and flame whips. But beware of the night, for when the sun disappears, Dracula's curse grows. <laughs> Wow, that really killed the mood, didn't it? Yeah, it did. For when the sun disappears, Dracula's curse grows deadlier, and your chances grow dimmer and dimmer. That was long. Yeah, and you just ruined... I was just gonna say the thing that popped up in the text box, and you were like, wow, it's long. Hello, I'm Michael Colby. I'm Chris Donnelly. And, and yeah, we're talking about this terrible game. No, this is far from a terrible game. People are wrong about this game. If you haven't figured it out already, this is Castlevania 2, Dracula's Curse. Simon's Quest, not Dracula's Curse. Dracula's Curse is 3. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't Dracula's Curse 3? It is. Okay, so... Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. This was one of my picks. This was actually one of the games that I like first thought of when I thought about this idea. See, when you brought it up to me, my literal first thought was Dark Souls 2. <laughs> <laughs> like, before that, you even finish your sentence, I was like, Dark Souls 2. Yeah, that that one was definitely up there, but this, this one was... I. I got that Castlevania, um, the collection when it came Ooh. out and I was playing Castlevania. It's like, I've been playing, well, I since played through them, but I was playing through it and I'm sitting there going, I remember people hating Simon's quest when it came out, but this thing is fucking incredible. Like this is a really good game. So Castlevania two Simon's quest, it is completely different. From the first Castlevania. The first Castlevania is a side-scroller, um, you know, left to right, hard as balls, just platformer with combat. Simon's Quest is the first one that introduced... Backtracking. Backtracking, um, like, safe towns that you can go into... It has the churches that you can rest at. It has NPCs that you can talk to um, and get clues. 
it has the day-night cycle, which um, makes the towns no longer safe. And it also makes the enemies in the like in the areas harder. Um, there's more of a there's more of a uh, there's more of a variety in levels of yeah. what we're looking at. Um, this thing is so ahead of its time. I don't think they could get this formula down on the NES. I just think. The technology wasn't there to do it. But while I'm playing this game now, I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, this is really the blueprint for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Like, this is what the Castlevania series becomes. Yeah, this is this is like the alpha for what will end up being Symphony of the Night. Yeah, there is... I mean, there's some weird shit in here. Like, the one place that I definitely did get stuck at was the, like, the famous place that people get stuck at, which is, you know, the dead end that you have to equip the blue gem and then kneel at a wall. Yeah. The, which... The, the thing where it's... Where everybody's like, this is super vague. How yeah. am I supposed to know And yeah. it, it definitely is, because the translation from Japanese is not great. So the NPC that gives you that tip on how to do that doesn't really tell you how to do that. Um, but, again, this is not 1989 or whenever this came out. Um this is 2020. We have walkthroughs, and it's also a meme at this point. Like, everybody knows that thing. Yeah, everybody is aware that, hey, you got to do this really stupid thing. You and it, uh, it definitely is a very stupid thing. But, again, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? In Castlevania Symphony of the Night, in order to get like the whole second half of the actual game, you have to do some pretty ridiculous shit when you're fighting that last boss. And it's like, nobody complains about yeah. that. Which, so I think that's, that's like, that's more annoying than all the weird random bullshit you have to do in Castlevania too. Cause you have to do it all in this precise manner while you're fighting a boss. Whereas Castlevania two, Hey, go hit your head off that wall for like five seconds. Oh, okay. yeah. There's not yeah. gonna be any. Like, there's no enemies because you killed them. And oh, uh, this game came out in '87. '87. Okay, even earlier. Yeah. yeah um. So and even. What am I? What am I trying to think of? I just I didn't wake up that long ago, so my brain's not quite at full capacity yet. <laughs> See, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> I should have been asleep three hours ago. <laughs> so yeah, um, Castlevania Two. It's it's really everything that Castlevania becomes, and really those very hard Castlevanias like One, Three, Four, Bloodline. Well, I'm not gonna bring Bloodlines into that into this because I fucking love Bloodlines. Um, but like one three four um what's that what's that one that was japan only until not zero 
No. Dracula uh, X, yeah. Yeah, Dracula X. I mean, those are those are all very good games, but like they're just they're just hard platformers. Like there's nothing super special about them. Yeah. Back in the day there wasn't much in the way of like horror games. So it was novel to have some platformers with Dracula in them and werewolves and medusa heads and whatever but yeah like like the classic monster movie yeah and that monsters. stuff was all very cool but it it at the end of the day it was a platformer with combat some spooky stuff yeah yeah but this one is really where where the series sort of finds its niche and the 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 Castlevania Symphony of the Night is exactly what I look for in games. Like, I love that shit. Finding stuff, you know, finding new stuff to open up new areas, um, you know, fu- getting weapons and keys that allow you to open up hidden areas. It's just, that kind of shit is so fun to me. And I don't think it would have ever happened if it wasn't for Castlevania 2. Uh you had mentioned the day-night cycle, and it, this just came to me, but the fact that it gets harder at night and easier in the day sort of reminds me of, like, world tendency in Demon Souls. How white world tendency would be, like, daytime games easier, and then black world tendency would be nighttime. The world's, you know, more difficult for you. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. It's... It's more, ran- like, well, not random, but it's more scheduled. You can't really affect it. But, yeah, that's basically what it is. And, again, this was on the Nintendo, so they couldn't have done anything like a world tendency. But I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that Miyazaki was taking inspiration from this game. Like, again, uh, I was playing this game, and I'm thinking about, like, all of these games that I love now and I'm seeing little parts of them in Simon's quest. And I'm thinking, you know, this, this is bloodborne ish. This is demon souls ish. This is symphony of the night. Like there's so many things that were, they had to have been inspired by this game. It's like mind blowing. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you can do that with a lot of games, but when it's, almost a like a spot for like a like a note for note like hey there was this in this first game and then there's this in this other game and they're pretty spot on for the same like feel like the one of the things i draw drew from was uh the churches they're a lot like safe rooms in persona mm-hmm. so like you know, because when you go in the church, you're safe. You're you're completely safe, and you heal. And yep. when you go in a safe room in Persona, you you're completely safe. Nothing can get in, and you can heal. It's like yeah, it's literally I I didn't even think thing. of that either. Yeah, I was I was thinking you know those those churches were like you know the the dream in Bloodborne or the Nexus in Demon Souls, um, but the safe rooms in persona i mean i can't imagine that because back in 1987 you said yep 87 for this game back in 1987 like 
games didn't do stuff like this. This was yeah. this was all revolutionary shit, and I don't think people realized it back then. But all of the shit that this game does is like so inspirational for the games that that we love now. It's just I don't want to get like hyperbolic about it, but like it's really cool that that this kind of shit was being done back then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's 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 the blueprint for all of the these modern Metroidvania and Souls and Souls likes. Like, I I can't imagine that this isn't where it started. I mean, if you want to get where it started, Souls technically started with. I can't remember what that fucking game is called now. You know what? Never mind. We'll just ignore what I said. <laughs> Kingsfield. Kingsfield. Oh yeah, yeah, Kingsfield, which I'm sure took some of its some of its inspiration is... from these from this, yeah. From these Castlevania games. Kingsfield by the way, hard as balls. Yeah, I never got very far into any of them. That's again, I mean, that's laying the blueprint for souls games before they had the technology to do souls games, souls yeah. games just like this is laying the groundwork for symphony of the night before they were able to make symphony of the night yeah but but just the the historic value is it can't uh, it can't be overstated how like important these games that aren't necessarily great to play are towards the games that you do want to play even though simon's quest is great to play it has that same castlevania gameplay like you're jumping and you're whipping and you know you're fighting monsters and then you fight bosses it's not as it's not as difficult as castlevania 1 or 3 or dracula x but I think that actually makes it more fun because you're doing that same stuff, but it's not, you know, you're not getting to three quarters of the way through the game. You lose all your lives and then you have to start all the way from the beginning. So it doesn't have that sort of frustration attached to it. And in all fairness, because of the like the backtracking you have to do, um, if it was as hard as the other ones, like if it was as hard as one, people would not like people would not have been as willing to go through the whole game. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Like if if it was as difficult as the first one, we wouldn't be talking about it right now because I would have never gotten through this game. Yeah, because it is it is obtuse. Like there is some shit that you have to do that's like. I would have never thought of that in a million years. So if I also would have had to have been, you know, Smashing worried your head ab- against the wall. Yeah, if I life. would have had to have been worried about how many lives I had left and and all that shit. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't have gotten through to the second town. Yeah, but um, th- since the way that this game works is that you are getting the hearts so that you can upgrade your equipment so that you can buy new stuff, so that you can collect these pieces. When you do die, you lose all your hearts, and that fucking, that's a blow. Like, so it's not so easy as to be trivial. But it's easy so that you you can do it, yeah. 
yeah, it's it's easy enough so that you can do it. So I think it's like the most balanced of these Castlevania games. Um, uh, it's it, yeah, it just it does everything so well, but those the the glaring things about it, like I guess back in the day, you know, a lot of a lot of these NES sequels were like this, where it was completely different from the original so people were not super into it yeah um i just had a thought relating back to our last episode where we did devil may cry 2 Mm -hmm. you remember how i mentioned that it always felt to me that devil may cry 2 was easier because dante had gotten better yes uh castlevania 2 kind of feels the same yeah you're like, you're right like simon's gotten this like confidence boost because in the first game he's like yeah i'm gonna go beat dracula but maybe part of the reason that they decided to make two easier is like he just beat dracula you he, really think all this shit is gonna be a problem yeah he did beat dracula plus he is like there is something about the the look of simon in this one where it's like the first one he's like wearing it's all brown so he's like wearing leather but this one it's like black and white and red like this is like some cool ass armor that he has yeah like, this is like some cool motherfucker who's about to go kick the shit out of these monsters because you know that's just what he does yeah it, yeah it's it's cool and uh, again you're bringing up stuff that i didn't really think of but i like I can totally see that you're yeah you're an experienced you, you know you killed Dracula already like this shit is this shit is just what you do on your on your day to day yeah this is like you wake up you kill some monsters you put on your pants you kill some more monsters you <laughs> go to sleep that's it that's, yeah. that's your life yeah it's... you don't eat chicken anymore you go to churches yeah, <laughs> you go to church's chicken. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just the amount of stuff that they do in this game. You know, we're we're playing Castlevania here, so we're whipping monsters. We're upgrading our whips. Um, you have to buy the upgrades in this one, which is cool. It, it's like RPG elements before RPG elements were a thing. You know, you're not... You're not just finding these upgrades. You're You're killing stuff to get experience to buy an upgrade to make it easier. You know, it's... And, ooh, hey, look at that. That's another thing that's in Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Buy upgrades. Buy (gasps) upgrades. It's it's one of those things that's... It's completely... Yeah, it's completely new to, like, the Castlevania series. It's adding stuff from RPGs. It's... It's just really, it's an amazing game. Like, if if you've never played it, I definitely recommend picking up that, that Castlevania collection. I think it's like 20 bucks for like, oh, bad. for like eight or nine games. Right, so it's one through four, one Dracula through... X, Symphony of the Night, no. Aria. No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's one through three, four and Bloodlines. Um, and then two, which was on the Game Boy, some Japanese only Game Boy Castlevania thing. 
it's all the side scrollers. It's all like the mm. the the regular side scrollers. But it's anyway, it's really good and it has two in it. It goes on sale for ten bucks pretty regularly. So we got again, I I can't I can't express how important this game is. Um and then you're looking at it and it looks awesome and the monsters are cool. Like there's there's different monsters in this one than are in any of the other ones. Um and the music in it, I'm not one of these people who are like into the chiptunes. I know a lot of people are are into the old eight bit music. I'm not one of those people, except for Simon's Quest. Yeah, when when that when you switch over to the night, the music is so fucking cool. So you <laughs> like, mean I'm, I think I'm gonna put some. The what? So you mean that point where you get the greatest text box in all of Castlevania history? Yeah, the, the famous text, text box. box. What a horrible night to have a curse. Pops up, and then that music kicks in, and you know what? Fair use. I'm going to put it in right here while we're talking about the music. It's just so, so, so good. <laughs> like, I don't know what... Again, um, back in the day, there are so many bad games. Like, there are ugly games that don't play well, and they sound terrible. And it makes me angry because I know for a fact that people can do some amazing music like what we are undoubtedly listening to right now with that technology. Like, the music is... There's there's no excuse except for I guess you know trying to get the games out too fast, but yeah, trying to get the job done. Yeah, but of... you know this this kind of stuff when you put care into your games, you can tell. Like you can tell that this was not some sort of rushed project. This was something that everybody involved was passionate about. Yeah, um, but you know from the music to the look of it to the level design to i mean the bosses at some point when you have your your whip upgraded almost every enemy in the game is almost trivial at that point you're playing a platformer and that's what you have to worry about is you know jumping off a cliff or whatever to die but yeah you know it, like the bosses all look cool it's awesome just the way that you get to the end point of the game, just everything about it is is perfect. We're you know we're looking at some huge some huge flaws that you can look past because the rest of the game is so carefully crafted. And again, that's not even the fault of the developers. That's that's a localization issue. Is some of these tips. That you can't understand. Yeah, but I mean, every t- every time we get a translated game, there's always issues. Yeah, yeah, there's always an issue, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be able to look past it because again, it's 2020. Open up a guide, find out what you have to do, and just do it because it's it's really so much fun. And if nothing else, you know, open it up and it's it's a relaxing game. Yeah, just. 
Just start whipping dudes. Just just whip some dudes. Go to. I'm sure there's people who are into that. Go to a town. Talk to some prostitutes. Talk to whoa, some. Whoa, 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 whoa. Prostitutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you saying this game is <laughs> horny? <laughs> oh God. I'm not gonna say it if you say it like that again. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Glad I didn't get closer to the microphone. I'm very glad you didn't get close to the microphone. I bet you're like drooling right now. Anyway, I am not. Yeah, that's that's another cool thing about it. Like games weren't horny back then, but in here you got you got prostitute NPCs. They're trying to bring you back to their house. You got old hobo NPCs who are sitting there going. Oh, back in my day when I looked like you, I couldn't beat the ladies off of me with a stick. Like, it's sort of a weird thing to happen, but, I mean, you're a monster hunter. Like, you look at the boxes, you look at the box for these Castlevania games, and you're a big, muscular, tall, long, blonde-haired monster slayer. You know, the ladies are gonna be going after you, and that's... yeah. Not something that that they really did back then, but yes, it, like sex and stuff wasn't really something that was brought up in games back in the day. No, and this isn't you know, you're not getting any weird like eight bit sex scenes or anything, but just yeah, there's no like like God of War sex scene. Yeah, in the it, game, or there's there's just some subtle nods to hey, you're you're this sexy vampire slayer guy of course the women want you so yeah even that's ahead of its time you're just yeah if you if you've been listening to people saying that castlevania 2 is the worst castlevania game and you haven't played it you're you're missing out because it really is something something special and that's about all of my points that i had even the ones that i went over a couple times yeah do you have anything you want to say about this go- this one before we get to the bad reviews? I got jokes, but that's that's about it. Cuz uh, cuz I mean, you're right. It, it's very clear that maybe they weren't di- people weren't directly inspired by it. Like maybe Miyazaki wasn't directly inspired by it for some stuff. But you can definitely tell there's somewhere along the line in a lot of these games that we like and that a lot of people like there was there was inspiration somewhere along that line that came from this game and the fact that people are like oh it's the worst castlevania game and it's like no have you ever played 4 that's very clearly the worst castlevania game 4 uh, 4 might 4 is probably my either that or cycle of the moon that first one for game boy advance but even that i well, think I, is better yeah it's just i think See, I don't know, because I don't own a NES, so I didn't play it, but I watched somebody play it, and it does seem like it's enjoyable, right? But it also seems like if you get, like, if you're real into the lore, it's even more enjoyable, because it expands on it. Yeah, it's definitely the most story-heavy, at least of, at least up until Symphony of the Night comes out. Yeah. This is yeah. where you get all of your exposition about Dracula and the Belmonts and all of that stuff. 
And that's that's not a thing that really happened back on the the NES and the SNES. The SNES. Yep, you usually just got big oafs jumping around and getting knocked off into some water that they can't swim in. Yeah. Yeah, no, this game is absolutely incredible. 100% recommend. This is this is a recommend to anyone. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, before we get to the bad uh, reviews, I want to plug somebody else's work. Go ahead. If, if that's cool with you. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people listening have been on the internet for a while. So you may have already seen this if you're into games that people think are bad. But Ego Raptor used to do a show called Sequelitis. I recommend his Castlevania 1 versus Castlevania 2 episode. And also his Castlevania 4 episode. Um, he, j- he just takes a look at the differences between Castlevania 1 and Castlevania 2. And like it's mostly jokes, but it's, it's an interesting thing to watch. So I would recommend you watch that. Cool. If you're interested in more differences like between specifically 1 and 2, watch watch that episode of sequelitis okay yeah that sounds interesting i i'll i think you've recommended that to me before but i never wa- i never actually watched it yeah that's fine <laughs> but yeah i i mean i wasn't worried about the differences between 1 and 2 today i i just wanted to make sh- i just wanted to focus on yeah, on fo- 2 this was just a focus on 2 it's just yeah supplemental materials yeah no that's awesome Anytime you got something like that, let everybody know. Yeah. All right. So, so let's, let's read na- those bad reviews. No, man. The bad reviews are one is very short and one is pretty long. Um, it's nowhere near as long as mine. From the no, no it's too. not. Um, the first one, the short one. I don't know. This one just tickles me. This game is absolute doo doo SMH. Oh, I know what that means. <laughs> I learned what that means earlier this week. Yep. <laughs> this game is absolute doo-doo. Shake my head. Like, yes. come on, man. That can't possibly be a review. Like, I feel like that was written by the same guy who was like, the the, the Dark Souls 2 guy who was like, this game is too hard. Too it hard. took me a year. Uh, I feel like that's the same guy. Yeah, it. I mean, it might be. I'm not... I'm not copying the names of these people down. I'm just just doing the reviews. But either way, this is a bad review. It's also wrong because this game is not absolute doo-doo. Shake my head at this guy. I'm just assuming that they're guys because that is definitely a guy review. Yeah. All right. There's no details or anything. No, no details. Just, oh, it sucks. I don't like it, so you shouldn't like it either. There you go. Okay, this one... This one does have details. I mean, they're wrong, but it has details. I hate this. It's repetitive and impossible, unlike the first game. Again, wrong, because it's easier than the first game. Graphics are improved, but that can't make up for the terrible gameplay. Again, it's the same exact gameplay as the first one. It's pretty much just farming, because you farm for enemy drops to buy things, to kill enemies for their drops, to buy things, and that's it. Again, that's a video game. <laughs> like, that's yeah, just like, how like video that's games a, work. 
that's how games work and you did that in the first one yeah and i mean if you've played an rpg ever that's how it works this this guy's not done though no strategy storyline or anything sometimes npc characters will give help but once one said to be to bash my head off a cliff how is that going to help me apart from making simon look like a total blank horrible don't try it that was amazing grammar <laughs> i do i think it's i think it's funny to read the actual grammar because you know sometimes i get it not everybody is a native english speaker but the way that the rest of this review is worded tells me that the end of this is just completely going off the rails like yeah this this person knows what they're saying they just i don't know i can't imagine a game making you so angry that you like can't type mistype <laughs> yeah yeah it's ridiculous my biggest thing but is yeah. so go ahead my biggest thing is there's no storyline in the most story heavy game in the series until symphony of the night yeah i'm i'm thinking that this person did absolutely not finish this game <laughs> i'm thinking they maybe made it to like the third town maybe the third town that's that's sort of where i'm that's sort of where i'm at too it's just i i don't know i think it's really cool the way that they the way that they have town like this is an rpg and back then they didn't do side scrolling rpgs or it's they not even an rpg it's rpgs it's it's a it's a castlevania game with rpg elements which honestly i enjoy more than a traditional rpg yeah that's fair like i like an action game where you get upgrades like that's my jam that explains and i think so that much. this game was one of the ones that started that yeah i can see that cuz I can't think of another game that came out around this time that would be considered an action game that just has, like, RPG stuff in it. Because, like, the Zelda games came out around this time, but they're pretty firmly in RPG territory, so... Yeah, well, I mean, I, that was... It was sort of the same way back when this came out. Like, that was in the era of Super Mario Brothers 2, which here in America was that reskin of whatever that was. <laughs> I can't remember the yeah. name of the game. Um, but that was completely different from the first one. And it's also completely different from the third one. Just like the Adventures of Link came out around the same time, oh, which God. was completely different from the first one and the third and one. And also terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's just... so it We, we can talk about the adventures of link some other time um personally i don't like that one that's like the only one of these weird sequels that i don't like super love because i do love super mario brothers too um but but yeah adventures of link just too hard like i didn't care enough to to beat my head against the difficulty of that one yeah all right so Which... i nope go ahead no, no, no! It's 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 just me making fun of the 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 bad Zelda sequel. Oh. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we have been going for 
I think, as much time as people will listen to us for. So we're going to start saying goodbye. So if you want to plug your shit. All right, I'll go first. Uh, I am at Xenonox, Z-E-N-O-N-O-X. The Z and the N are, the Z and the second N are capitalized um, on Twitter. Uh, I also have a tw- uh, Twitch channel, which is Xeno underscore Nox. Um, I play games, and Chat and I make fun of each other. So come hang out. It is pretty it's a lot of fun. It is pretty fun to make fun of Chris while he's getting his ass kicked by Devil May Cry bosses. Yeah, you see me, you see, I get my ass kicked by Devil May Cry bosses, and then I smash Soulsborne bosses. <laughs> That's how it works. I have a harder time with the easy, with the easy game and an easier time with the hard game. Yep. It makes sense. No, it's definitely, definitely a good stream. All right, and I um, will plug my main, my main podcast, Jack the Billy's. state, not not his, not like his most done podcast. Yeah, the state podcast. Yeah, not my side piece podcast. Uh, yeah. My main piece podcast is Jack Billings presents Me and My Neighbor Michael, which is a weird comedy podcast about neighborhood goings on. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm at my neighbor M I C H one, which I picked because. When we started doing that podcast, um, I thought it was going to be three episodes and then we were never going to do it again. And now we're like 75 episodes into it and I have a shitty Twitter handle. Yeah, you have a bad Twitter handle, bro. Yeah, it's not great. But follow me on there anyway. I'm decently active most of the time. I'm not. All right. I'm not active on my Twitter, but I went on a rant. Uh, let's see, today is the 21st. I went on a rant on the 19th about fucking Avatar The Last Airbender. So, you want to read a, like, 40-tweet rant about that? It's kind of shit you're in for with me, so. <laughs> if you want to read a, a screed about Avatar The Last Airbender, follow I'm, Chris I'm on Twitter. <laughs> All right, we are out of here. We will see you next time when we're doing DMC Devil May Cry. The Devil May Cry uh, reboot. Reboot. Attempted reboot. Re- the the one with with fucking black hair Dante. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's a good game. It's gonna be fun. I like that game. All right. See you next time. See you later. <laughs>